A decade ago, a colleague of mine sold me on the idea that there is an automotive analogy or cliché for every situation one may encounter <laughs> and every lesson one might wish to teach. I'm grateful to that colleague as this insight has come in very handy in my consulting practice. That said, I am certain today's guest speaker has heard every one of those cliches and would, pref and would prefer not to be subjected to them again. <laughs> so I'll do my best. Mr. Kevin Williams has just completed his first anniversary, I won't say his opening lap, uh, as President and Managing Director of GM Canada. One of the planet's leading car companies, GM Canada is headquartered in Oshawa and employs 9,000 people nationwide. GM Canada also has the distinction of being home to the country's largest automotive dealer network with 23,000 employees. So what can we say about the international automotive industry that hasn't been said in the past two years. One of the, I don't want to say engines, <laughs> staples of our economy, uh, the industry continues to emerge from uh, likely its most volatile and turbulent period in history. And GM Canada's president and managing director, Kevin Williams, is leading the company through one of its most transformative phases in recent memory. Mr. Williams has spent his entire career around cars and worked his way up the management ladder at GM. Starting out in Flint, Michigan as a reliability analyst 28 years ago, I know he doesn't look old enough to uh, have been working that long, his leadership journey has taken him around the world. Before coming to Canada, he served as vice president and general manager of North American service and parts operations for more than two years. Previously, he served as president and managing director of GM's Mexican operations. From 2003 to 2005, he was GM North America's vice president of quality. Prior roles also include global executive director of supplier quality for GM Europe, with responsibilities spanning 22 countries and 1,500 employees. To me, the fact that GM would select such a seasoned executive to lead their Canadian operations is a clear sign of the importance of Canadian customers and Canadian employees to the company's success. A native of Maryland, Mr. Williams is the youngest of 12, as in a dozen, children, and the first in his family to earn a college degree. And I understand that everyone since him has gone on to earn a college degree. His two degrees uh, include a Bachelor of Business Management from Tennessee State University and an MBA from Central Michigan University. Last autumn, he received the Trailblazer Award from the renowned civil rights organization Rainbow Push Coalition for his innovative leadership and commitment to workplace diversity. The award is presented to those who have not only achieved success as corporate leaders, but who have also assisted in paving the way for others. While diversity is finally starting to get the attention it deserves, 
I think it's worth noting that Mr. Williams has been a champion of diversity within GM for years. We are pleased that he has joined us today to talk about GM Canada's future and the transformation that is underway to, shall we say, spark, better yet fuel, or perhaps drive, <laughs> renewed growth and prosperity. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Kevin Williams to Canada. Sorry it's taken us a year to do so, and to the Canadian Club of Toronto. Told me Nick wasn't feeling well, so please remove his glass and make sure I have mine. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. And uh, it's a real honor, honor to be invited here today to speak with you uh, about General Motors. Now, I'm sure everyone is aware of the uh, massive changes that, have, uh, that we've undergone over the last two years. Uh, incredible changes. What General Motors did is retooled virtually every aspect of our business, every aspect of our company, and I'm pleased to tell you that the future looks uh, significantly brighter. But uh, I can assure you that no one is taking their foot off of the accelerator. <laughs> we recognize that we still have a lot of work to do inside of General Motors. Uh, earlier I was asked, I said, well, you, you know, to, to have a company like General Motors, you look kind of calm. I said, remember a duck, he looks calm on the surface. Below, we're running like hell. And the reality is that's what we're doing. And while 2010 was a successful year of transition, General Motors sees 2011 as an opportunity to transform this company into the new General Motors. Now, before I begin, let me, I'm reminded of a short story about uh, a young man that was traveling to Egypt and he wanted to ride a camel. So the young man went to Egypt and he rented a camel and the instructions that were provided to him said to get this camel to walk, Say the word, wow. And to get this camel to run, say it twice, wow, wow. And to get the camel to stop, say the word, amen. So he mounted the camel, and after he was comfortable, he said the word, wow, and the camel began to walk. Short distance later, he looked ahead, and he was pretty comfortable. He said, wow, wow, and sure enough, the camel began to run. And after riding for quite some distance, the young man noticed that he was going right towards the edge of a big cliff. But he forgot what to say to get the camel to stop. So he began to pray. And after he'd prayed, he said, Amen. And sure enough, the camel stopped right at the edge of the cliff. And from the edge of the cliff, the young man looked down and was so taken by the view, he took a deep breath and said, Wow. <laughs> so what that young man found out is that clear direction and timely execution is important especially in a critical time. And that's what we're saying in the new General Motors. We're at a critical time for what we call the new General Motors. We're at what Andrew Grove in his book called Only the Paranoid Survive. He calls it an inflection point. And history is full of examples of companies that reach what we call inflection points, those critical and rare opportunities when a company can dramatically transform its competitive position, and rise to its full potential. Some seize the opportunity, while others miss the moment and fade completely into the background. And at this point in history, we are the definition 
of a company at an inflection point. And I can tell you that all of the leadership of General Motors is determined to capitalize on the opportunity that we have today. And today we take nothing for granted, including the sacrifices made, the tremendous sacrifices made by so many, and the incredible support that Canadians provide us that gave us a second chance. So for all Canadians, our gratitude is deep, and it drives us to make this a company that Canadians can be proud of again. And to do that, we've had to reposition the company to succeed in the face of what we call some pretty incredible industry challenges that lie ahead. And uh, I'd like to highlight some of the challenges and give you a sense of how General Motors, the new General Motors, is tackling, tackling those challenges. So I hope that when you leave here today that you'll have a better appreciation for the magnitude of the change that's underway in our industry and in our com company. And I also hope that you gain a renewed confidence that this is truly a new General Motors and a General Motors that has a strong future uh, ahead of us. Now, I see four key realities that will determine the degree of success for the automotive industry and many other global businesses going forward. Rapid globalization will continue with emerging and developing markets of utmost importance. Reputation is more important than ever, and building strong brands is absolutely critical. The customer is the CEO, and they'll decide whether we win or we lose. And product, technology, and innovation leadership is absolutely cru crucial for success into the future. So let me elaborate on these four things as they relate to the auto industry and as they relate to how General Motors is approaching our transformation. Today's automakers are increasingly facing um, racing to establish global reach and global capabilities. And so it's, it's pretty simple. If you're not playing seriously in the emerging growth markets of the world, you will quickly be left behind. The BRIC countries, Brazil, Russia, India, and China, they'll lead the growth in, the, in our industry over the next several decades. Some people say that these BRIC countries will represent 75% of the growth of the global auto industry in the foreseeable future, 75%. And you see the example already. Almost overnight, China has become the world's largest auto market uh, in the world. And face it, that big red engine in the Far East has started up, and it will transform the landscape for the future of the auto industry and most other industries as well. Now, it may surprise you to learn that General Motors is number one in the brick markets today, and we're best positioned for continued growth in those cr critically important markets going forward. It's not by mistake. It didn't just happen. It's not an accident. Over the last several years, we re-engineered this, this company from a very slow, lumbering giant into a streamlined global machine, one that optimizes economies of scale, our quality processes, and our speed of execution. And by doing so, we've built what we believe is a strong competitive advantage. And it's not just companies that need to step back and re-engineer themselves in the global context. Countries like Canada must be doing the same thing to ensure longer-term 
economic growth, economic strength, economic stability. And here's the realities we face in Canada with a strengthening Canadian dollar, high commodity costs, high labor costs, in some cases non-harmonized regulatory approaches, Canada has some real challenges ahead to remain competitive on the world stage. And all stakeholders, every single constituent, need to work together to address these challenges to ensure that Canada continues to be an environment that fosters innovation and investment. A clear vision for success in the global context is something that General Motors had to define when it emerged from uh, the crisis of 2009. And the old General Motors had an unclear vision. It, uh, it was not well understood, neither inside or outside of the company. Today, that's changed dramatically. Our entire company is aligned around a simple, compelling, and clear vision. Our old vision statement used to be that long, and you couldn't understand it if you read it, and if you read it 100 times, you'd get a different message. Today, it's simple. Design, build, and sell the world's best vehicles. That's the vision that everyone's lined up around. So what's different in that? It's no longer about being competitive. It's not about being as good as somebody else anymore in the new General Motors. It's about aiming to be the best at what we do, every single product, every single process, every single uh, uh, system, every time. That's the only way that we're going to be successful. And as fundamental as that might sound, the absence of this critical focus was a critical flaw in the old General Motors. Today, we're measuring our success dramatically differently. We're completely focused on achieving sustained, profitable results to pave the way for returning value to all of our supporters, to our customers, and all of the communities that we serve. And we're leveraging our global capabilities to help us to do that like we've never done before. Let me give you some examples. Take Chevrolet, for instance. Today, new Chevrolets like the Chevrolet Cruze are sold in over 60 countries around the world. The next generation Chevrolet Malibu, which launches early next year, will be sold in over 100 countries around the globe. And I'm sure you'll be surprised to find this out. But Chevrolet last year was the world's fastest growing global brand. And most people don't understand that we are making Chevrolet globally, global. In fact, a new Chevrolet was sold every 7.4 seconds last year, with more than 4.3 million sold in 2010 in over 130 countries around the globe. So we're turning on the big machines inside of General Motors to tackle the world's markets. And across our brands, we're being much smarter with how we go to market with these vehicles. It's no longer focus on being what we call the big dog, chasing cessational market share at all costs. We proved as General Motors without a shadow of a doubt that that wasn't a recipe for success. And no more exceptional incentives, no more selling high volumes at discount into daily rental fleets. That's the old General Motors. That diminishes the brand equity and our resale values. And we're more than happy to leave that business for others to play in. With so many manufacturing manufacturers today competing for the same customers, we are increasingly seeing 
convergence around a narrower bandwidth. This is a change that's going to happen in the auto industry. What does that mean? Gone are the days of the traditional big three. In the future, six, seven, maybe ten players, automakers, will be competing for the same market share, typically 10 to 15 percent. And I don't want anyone to misread me in my comments today. We are going to play aggressive in the marketplace. That's the only way you win. You play against the best, and you beat them at their own game. However, we're focused on achieving healthy, profitable retail growth, and we're already seeing some positive results. So you've seen some of the numbers. In 2010, we posted some solid results. And last, year, last week, GM posted a first quarter net income of $3.2 billion. That's three times higher than the same period last year. So we're off to a decent start. We're off to a good start, but we have a lot of work to do. What we're remaining focused on are the simple processes that run the business, cost discipline, strengthening our balance sheet, executing our products flawlessly, and taking advantage of the recovery in the global, the key global markets around the world. Here in Canada, GM's sixth largest market, our retail sales for Chevrolet, Buick GMC, and Cadillac were up over 26% in 2010. It may surprise you to know that that's five times higher than the industry retail growth in Canada. It's exciting to see that our new models are starting to win with customers, and this strong demand is also driving some great news for Canada. It's driving an increased role for us within GM's global manufacturing processes. And as a result of that, we've committed investments totaling about a billion dollars in GM's Canadian facilities, securing more than 2,900 jobs and adding hundreds of new hires to our workforce again. Why is that important? Why is that important for Canadians? It's important because we know that for every job we create, seven additional jobs are created in manufacturing. And we're proud to be contributing to the employment and the economic growth once again in Canada. Second reality. That, it's a reality I opened up. Is strong brands are critically important. So let's be honest. The old General Motors didn't get this. And frankly, not all of our products achieved the standard needed to make our brands aspirational. We used to have eight brands in Canada that often competed against each other for the same slice of the market, leading to negative brand perceptions. And the more we fought against each other with the eight brands, the more we lost. Today, our golden market strategy has been refocused. It's centered on four brands, Buick, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac, meaning much more focused resources for design, engineering, marketing, to create strong and distinct brands. Now, I know we have a lot of work to do in this regard to compete with some of the industry's strongest, but we believe that we have a tremendous opportunity to build our brand reputation by embracing two fundamental societal changes. First, the media landscape has completely transformed with the explosive growth of social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. And these are transforming the way that customers look at brands. The second is that Canada's largest cities have developed into the most multicultural in the world. And we firmly believe that success today 
To succeed today, Canadian companies must adapt their approach to effectively engage these new communities. And at General Motors, we plan to be leaders in the area of engagement, this engagement through a more targeted and meaningful approach to engage consumers beyond the traditional media channels. Now, Chevrolet gives a great global platform to connect with multicultural audiences. It's our goal to move Chevrolet to the top of consumers' shopping list here in Canada. And we know we're not going to be able to get there overnight. We simply know that. That's the reality of what we face. But we are bringing products to market that are redefining what customers have come to expect of a Chevrolet. And so a great example is the Chevrolet Cruze, GM number one uh, selling vehicle globally. We launched the Chevrolet Cruze here in Canada with tremendous energy and with some new approaches, approaches that the old General Motors simply wouldn't have considered. We're doing things a lot differently than we ever did before. Let me give you an example. This is the activation at last year's Nuit Blanche, where thousands of people took part on, in what we call the Cruise Remix. It was a unique video art experience while driving a Chevrolet Cruise. It allowed us to present the brand in a unique way and, and to new audiences across Canada. And we're glad we're coming back again. We would have never considered doing something as innovative as that. Remember, we were the old General Motors. We're not that anymore. We also have been active in the social media channels to connect and engage with people who may never have had us on their shopping list before. Here's one such example, the Chevrolet City Challenge. This was a scavenger hunt for social media influencers. They drove cruises and they had a blast competing. And this helped us to create tremendous online buzz and, uh, for the cruise launch. And the cruise has been the most successful launch that we've had perhaps in our history. Now Chevrolet is also the exclusive automotive sponsor at most of the Canada's leading social media conferences. But it may surprise you to find out that we're the most innovative in social media. Chevrolet is the number one sponsored uh, YouTube channel in terms of his, hits to our site, the number one in Canada. General Motors is the first OEM with bilingual, a bilingual Facebook, Facebook presence in Canada. We're the first OEM to introduce Twitter presence in the automotive uh, space. We're the first, first OEM to introduce a mobile website for mobile applications. When you have time today after my speech, <laughs> if you have a smartphone, go to, go to www.chevrolet.ca on your smartphone and enjoy the experience. It's different, it's unique, no one's doing it in Canada. The reality is that in the past we were known for high quality trucks at Chevrolet, but on the car side of the business we didn't always deliver to the same standard. Today, the story couldn't be much different. We're selling the best vehicles we've ever created uh, across our entire vehicle spec spectrum. Let me give you some examples. This is the all-new Buick Regal. Gives you an example that Buick is changing its mindset, its game. The Regal was born out of the same platform as a vehicle called the Opel Insignia. The o Opel Insignia is our German sister to the Buick Regal here. In fact, the Regal was developed alongside the Okbo Insignia. How did we develop the vehicle? We raced these cars around the Nuremberg Ring in Germany over and over and over again, competing against the world's best cars in Germany. BMW, Audi, Mercedes, Volkswagen, they were all there. And we didn't release the car's design because, until we were sure that we could beat the best 
of the European sedans. And we're winning against the best European sedans. We have a brand image problem that we have to fix, and we're fixing it, but we're creating the best vehicles in the world, the best vehicles that we've ever made. So we've challenged um, our toughest, uh, our toughest uh, critics to compare us def uh, directly with the best of competition. It used to be that we'd be a little bit nervous about putting our cars up against the world's best. Today, we're not arrogant. We're just bold to say we believe we have the best. Try us out. Test us next to the world's best products. And we're starting, they're the, the best critics, in the, the toughest critics in the world are starting, us that, telling, starting to tell us that we're starting to put winners on the road. And let me give you a couple of examples. Last fall, the Ajax Car of the Year competition, uh, GM took top honors, winning three best new vehicle awards in Ajax. The car, these cars won in their respective segments after 70 of Canada's top auto journalists judged 144 cars in head-to-head -head competitions. We put three cars in the competition, only three, and we won with all three. And that's right, three for three, the most of any manufacturer in Canada, back-to-back. -back. And when we tell our salesmen on the, shop, on the sales floor to put the customer into our cars, we're saying it's okay to have the competition at your dealership because we want customers to test them back-to-back -back against the world's best. And the Chevrolet Cruze from Ajax went on to become the Canadian Car of the Year. The Cruze represents, for General Motors, our line in the sand signifying that we're playing to win on the car side of the business. And the new GM is not just promising anymore. It's not just about saying it. We're delivering it. And we've had several new models come that are coming that builds on the winning formula. And we're not just saying it. We're letting respected third parties tell that story. But we have some great products on the horizon. The all-new Chevy Sonic small car launching later this summer. Sonic will be the best small car, and it will lead and best in class in areas like fuel economy, quality, safety, ride-in handling, and connectivity. Sonic will be another line in the sand for Chevrolet because the reality is it's been a long time since General Motors has been known for having the world's best small cars. And again, we don't want to be arrogant about it. We just want to be resolute. We plan to play to win, and we're going to win because we're going to play hard with the best talent in the world. The Chevrolet Orlando multi-purpose vehicle, carrying up to seven passengers while the vehicle is built on the same award-winning platform as the Canadian Car of the Year, the Chevrolet Cruze. We call this functionality without pretense. Our goal is to be the best. And Buick's first-ever compact luxury car called the Verano, launching later this year. With top quality, fuel-efficient, and fun-to-drive products like these, and through fresh approaches in advertising, social media, and customer engagement, we are making great strides in our brand building. We're going to make these brands that people are proud to own again, and we have a ways to go to get there. Third key element for success is how you treat the customer. This is not something that our industry is famous for, but we see it as a real opportunity to differentiate the new General Motors. The best companies in the world put the customer at the center of everything that they do. And that's precisely what we're doing at General Motors. What we say inside of General Motors is we have to put the customer right in the center of our universe and do it better than anybody else has ever done it, making sure we satisfy them. 
Success with customers means listening, something that our company was not particularly good at in the past. Uh, frankly, there was some arrogance. We thought we knew better than many customers. Those days are long gone. They went out with the bankruptcy. No longer can we afford to be arrogant. We have to be listening to the customers. And I can assure you that the new General Motors is listening. I'll give you an example. My staff meets every week of the month. And we stay, we are in fairly long meetings during the, during the month. The reality is one week out of the month, I've eliminated the staff meeting. But my direction to my executive team, get out of the office. Get out where customers are. Go to the malls. Go to the dealership. Go to customer forums. Talk to customers and understand their perspective and the things we need to change and then come back prepared to change them because we can no longer be arrogant to believe that we know better than the customer. So this is truly a new General Motors. And we've worked with leading companies, and we're partnering with leading companies like Disney, the Ritz-Carlton, and Four Seasons to understand how they deliver superior customer experiences. And the key we've learned is to drive consistency and discipline, doing the little things and do them well, every customer, every day, every time. And that's what we're working with our dealerships to do, to make sure that it's every customer, every day, every time. We have no luxury for one unsatisfied customer. The goal is not just that customers are satisfied. We want the customers to become advocates for our brands again, and then we'll know we've got it right. Now, we've mapped out how we get there, and we're following very rigorous processes and systems, much like we do in our manufacturing processes. And we'll measure progress collectively with our dealers to ensure that we are transforming the way we go to market and the way consumers are interfaced with on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, the final area I want to talk about is technology. The auto industry is on the verge of what we call a huge technological transformation, centered on the need to develop cleaner, safer, and more efficient vehicles for, rapidly, for the rapidly expanding global marketplace. We're moving from an industry that, that for 100 years has been based on vehicles that are mechanically driven and petroleum-fueled to ones that are driven and fueled by electricity itself. It's a kind of innovation revolution that changes industries, that changes societies. And it's a very big deal for everyone involved in this transformation. We're not all the way there yet, of course, but the change is coming faster than most of you will imagine. The first mover advantage will define the industry. At General Motors, we're working to anticipate these changes in the automobile and incorporate them in our own transformation as a company. A fundamental foundation of the new GM will be the transformation of the automobile. That's how we're looking at it. There's no silver bullet that addresses all of the challenges that we face in uh, societies around the world. So we're working to bring a number of new vehicles and powertrains to market, including advances in aerodynamics and mass reductions, improvements in, con in uh, conventional uh, powertrains, development of alternative fuels, um, in the electrification of the automobile. Billions of dollars being sunk into transforming the way people think about the automobile. Electrification, in turn, means the development of a variety of hybrid-like vehicles. Electric vehicles with extended range, like the Chevrolet Volt, 
you saw down in the, uh, in the lobby. The electric, battery electric vehicles are on the rise. Uh, ultimately, the, and ultimately, fuel cell electric vehicles are already in the development factory. So it is a transformation. The desire for cleaner, more efficient vehicles is common around the globe. New fuels and new means of propulsion are definitely on the way. And as consumers, get ready. It will transform the way you think about the automobile. The Chevrolet Volt is a clear example that Chevrolet plans to lead. Volt is just not just a line in the sand. It's already our proof point that the new GM will lead the way in technology from around the globe. We sparked the industry when we said we were going to build the Chevrolet Volt. And now we're building it. It's here. It's parked downstairs. It's parked outside, hooked up. Take a look. It's transformative in its nature. With a battery electric range of 80 kilometers, the Chevrolet Volt can remove the need for gasoline for the majority of Canadians' daily commutes. And the Volt is the only electric vehicle in the world that can keep you going when the battery depletes itself. There is none other, and it comes from Chevrolet. That's transformative, and precisely why the Volt has been honored with so many prestigious, prestigious awards from around the globe. This is transformational technology. The Volt will be on sale in Canada in the third quarter of this year, and the Volt is the changing the way that customers perceive their driving experience. And technology and innovation will not be limited to what we call advanced technology or advanced propulsion. Take OnStar, for example. It gives GM a unique ability today, a unique ability to connect with millions of its vehicles via satellite. We're the only company in the world that have all of our rolling assets tied by satellite so we can talk to the customer on a daily basis. We're the only one in the world that has that capability today. Enabling services like remote vehicle diagnostics, diagnosing your vehicle remotely so that you, in some cases, may not, ha may not have to go in for service if there's not a real problem. An advanced crash notification before the crash happens. That's what advanced crash does. As well as mobile applications that let you control and monitor the functions of your vehicle from the smartphone. We have applications today that if you're sitting in Europe and uh, you saw the commercial, and the guy was sitting away in Europe and he wanted to start his car so his daughter could drive it, he presses a button, that's real. It's not fictitious. It's the only capability in the market today. Telematics, safety, drive-by wire, vehicle-to-vehicle -vehicle communications, and many more are also, will also play a key role in the future of General Motors success. As companies can lead, as company, we need to lead the change or you'll become casualties of the change. And at General Motors, what we're choosing to do is take the leadership position. In a fast-changing technology-based business like ours, you win by charging forward and investing in technologies in good times and bad. And uh, in our, we're led by our regional engineering center right here in Oshawa. GM has been a collaborative research and development leader in the automotive space for many years. Even in our darkest hours, when it looked like we may not make it through, we never wavered on the commitment to lead in research and development right here in Canada. In fact, we've earmarked almost a billion dollars through 2012 to build on the research and development of future technology for Canadians. 
And through our collaborative research with universities across Canada, uh, we're partnering in some of the world, with some of the world's best and brightest to understand how to transform the way you drive every day. We're very proud to have created a strong foundation for automotive innovation and a network to develop tomorrow's solutions for automobiles. Tomorrow's winners will become those companies that, and those countries, that lead in the development of high-quality technological solutions. So it'll be critically important for all industry partners and governments and stakeholders to collaborate through this change if we're going to make the change transformative in nature. Together, we need to ensure the establishment of a truly competitive net framework, including standards for the new technologies that will emerge and attract new investment and enable early adoption and public acceptance of the new technology. So the auto industry has embarked upon a logical journey from petroleum-fueled, largely mechanical vehicles to vehicles that run on electricity. We have no doubt that someday you'll look back at this time as a period of great change in the auto industry, as the reinvention of the auto industry. At General Motors, we're reinventing our comp company in much the same way. Today, there's a new passion. There's a new creativity. There's a new energy inside of General Motors. And it's driving fresh thinking, award-winning products, and a genuine focus on the customer, but a real zest for innovation. We are a company at an inflection point, shifting from transition to transformation. And we're excited about the future of General Motors. In closing, I'm also reminded of another short story in which a little boy was determined to give a wise man a perplexing dilemma. That little boy was tired of the wise man always having the right answer, so he thought he'd trick the wise man to discredit him. So the little boy said, wise man, give me an answer to this dilemma. In my hand, I have a little bird. I want you to tell me if this bird is dead or is it alive. And the wise man knew that if he told them the bird was dead, the little boy would open his hand, the bird would fly away free and alive. And if he told them that the bird was alive, the little boy would close his hand and smother the bird, and the bird would be dead. Either way, the wise man would be wrong. But he insisted, wise man, give me an answer to this dilemma. And the wise man, in his wisdom, looked at the little boy and said, my son, the answer is in your hands. And that's what we're saying inside the GM. If we're going to transform as the leadership of this great company, the answer is in our hands. Thank you. Thank you very much, Kevin. I'd like to welcome to the podium Gord Rahman, a director of the Canadian Club of Toronto. Mr. Williams, on behalf of all those gathered here today, I would like to thank you for providing such an impassioned and detailed account of the way forward for GM Canada. The automotive industry has always been an integral part of our economic vitality and is a key barometer of its success. Economic analysts, investors, employees, and lo local residents alike 
have a vested interest in your company's operations. As you pointed out, there are encouraging signs. Sales are up, investments and interest in green technology are solid, and the pipeline is strong. While the road ahead may not always be smooth, Mr. Williams, you have demonstrated through your career that a commitment to excellence, innovation, and service will get you to the intended destination. We wish you continued success as you lead GM's Canadian operations. We look forward to welcoming you back to the Canadian Club of Toronto's podium to hear about your further successes in the not-so-distant future. Thank you. Thank you very much, Gordon. Thank you, Mr. Williams, and thanks once more to McLaren McCann for helping make this event possible. This concludes our television programming, which will be broadcast on Rogers TV in the days to come. We're grateful to Rogers TV and 680 News for their continuing promotion of Canadian Club events. Thanks to all of you for joining us, and ladies and gentlemen, this meeting is now adjourned. Thank you. Thank you.